Welcome back to series five of the podcast. This is a short collection of interviews that I had with people during the first lockdown with a focus and emphasis on attention, intention and distraction. Hope you enjoy them. Christy, Jim, thank you both very much indeed for agreeing to come on the show. It's an absolute pleasure to uh, welcome you along and I look forward to hearing what you've got to share. Thank you. Thank you for Good having us. Yeah. Excellent. Now you will be familiar with the theme of my podcast being around balance and, and my own thoughts around an imbalance. Given where we are right now, I'm curious to understand what's happening for each of you in terms of your balance right now. Go, Jim. Um I don't feel balanced is the truth. I kind of feel like I'm teetering forward and running a little faster than, um, than somebody who is balanced. <clears throat> um, but I know that I've worked pretty hard to get to that state. Um, so I, I'm enjoying the fact that there's growth, that there is busyness, that there is a lot of surprises coming out the woodwork now. Um, but um, so it, it, no, it, it doesn't feel balanced. It feels um, teetering forward into a kind of unknown area that I'm pretty excited to be invited to, but um, definitely not in, in control of it and certainly not in balance. feel really quite alive with this whole process because I think you've got to be alive to teeter well. <laughs> you know, <laughs> just like cause if you're not looking... Um, and so I think there is a, an awareness that things are shifting around and that I'm constantly having to sort of readdress what could be, not necessarily balanced, because I, I agree that there isn't necessarily that, but there's these kind of, you know, I'm here at my standing desk, but I'm sitting just now, but there's these sort of boards now that you can get and you can kind of stand like that and it's good for your posture and everything. Kind of feel like we're on one of them, but the world is just moving from side to side and constantly shifting you know and kind of same as Jim you know I was worked all weekend you know we say work <laughs> we're lucky in what we do that this is work so there's a there's a I want to do the right thing and put the right thing out there you know and the conversations that we're having are very much about how we can help in this space. And I think that's where the, the moving forward comes from. And there's a, there's an aliveness and an excitement about that, I think. I love it. I, I love, I love that term teetering because there's, there's, there's a, there's an intent about it. Um, but also almost an element of acceptance that it's okay to, to teeter um, and to do some of those things that you've, both started to 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 allude to so brilliant um i'm keen to understand from my guests where where either your attention's going right now or what are you allowing yourself to be distracted by because i think historically we we tended to view distraction almost as a negative but but actually you know distraction can be positive in itself so um, I'm keen to understand what, what's either getting your attention right now or, or what are you allowing yourself to be distracted by? Um, 
Attention-wise, I, I am noticing that I am doing all the things that I fantasized I would do at the beginning of this lockdown in terms of reading and researching, but I'm not doing it in some kind of magazine lifestyle way where I'm wearing linens and I flop down on a settee in front of a sun-drenched window and leaf through you know, You're academic not? tomes. I thought, just, no. That is the image I have of you. This is just gone. I'm not. I've got a sweat on my brow as I'm furrowing through books because of the work that has to get done. I'm doing a lot more writing and design and stuff, but they've got deadlines. Mm. You know, I imagined, you know, that I would actually just, there'd be a lifestyle piece of two months worth of, you know, flicking through something and, and, and a wee highlighter pen on it and, and, I, and like none of that, you know, forget that. It's, um, it's putting in long hours of cramming the stuff. And so I'm noticing that I'm doing all the things I thought I would be doing, but I'm doing them at pace and I'm doing them to deadline. Um, and I'm wondering if I've actually got more choice about that. So I, I'm, I'm wondering, is this a way of distracting me from an anxiety about a future? Um, if I can go back to busyness again, but it doesn't feel like that. It feels a bit like I am, you, Kirsty and I happened across a great Scottish word in one of our podcasts, to bringe. <laughs> and, and to bringe is to kind of thrust yourself forward towards something and, and to, to, you know, to grab at something and to bringe forward. And, I, you know, my nature is to bringe, but I don't think that's what this is. It feels like it is a response to the environment. It feels like there is a, there's something there. So I am attending to the fact that I am doing all those things, but I'm doing them in response to the environment as opposed to I am doing them to fill leisure time and I'm just making the best use of the time. And it doesn't feel relaxed or at ease. It feels like it's work and I'm, I'm getting on with it. And, and I think... I think I never would be the person on the magazine who sits on a sofa reading a book in that way and, and looking like somebody who does it. I don't think that's my nature. I think I would get bored very quickly and I would look for something to be useful with. I did journal about this the other day and sort of, am I, is my business disassociation? Is my business a way for me to, as you say, move away from the anxiety or not feel something or whatever it might be, where I can safely say I'm feeling stuff? <laughs> like, I think, you know, I think, um, and, and if we're not feeling something just now, we're not paying attention. Mm -hmm. That's now and every day of our lives, you know, because there's stuff that is out there that you have to feel something about. And so I think that, I'm comfortable in the feelings that I'm having because I think they are the right responses for me to the situations that are happening. I feel that this, like, this feels right. This feels right that I'm having these conversations. This feels right that I'm speaking to these people. Feels right that Jim and I partnered up and did the podcast. It feels right that. So I think if I can safely say it feels right that, then I'm okay with it. I, I'm, I'm sensor checking with myself. Um, what is getting my attention even today as we sit here, so we're recording this in week seven, week seven, mm -hmm. I think there's, there's been a real, there's been a level of certainty 
and we're now moving into the next phase. So I'm noticing there's a, some attention I'm getting. And even from the conversations I've had today, since um, Jim and I recorded today, there's a, a little bit of uncertainty coming through for people again, because I'm, you know, we're kind of certain with what has to happen right now. So it's really interesting because my brother is in New Zealand and they've had their level four, level three and has seen such incredible leadership, personally, I think. Um, and what they said about level three is it's level four plus KFC. <laughs> like, so, you know, it's just like, but there's a clear certainty. That works for me. That works for me amazingly well. Uh, it's like if I could include KFC in whatever this level is, my life's set. It's just, okay, I'm certain, right? I kind of know we're not really changing too much, but you can, you know, go to the KFC or the Burger King or whatever it might be. But I think there's a lot just now that's kind of creeping. So I'm, I'm feeling myself a little bit of uncertainty about that, and I'm hearing that from other people. Um, but I'm also noticing the kindness and the gratitude and the... Are you not doing any work on yourself? Like, like, are you still projecting all your own frustrations or difficulties out there? Like, are we not at a place now where there's an expectation that anybody who can articulate and who can think will actually turn in and own their own shadow rather than thinking it's existing out there in the world where people are being cheated or people can work in the system? Yes, those things exist. Absolutely. But if you want to make a dent in the collective shadow in the world, what you have to do is withdraw your own contribution from it, not continue to point the finger at it and hope that somehow they're all going to say, oops, sorry, um, change. It's like, so I, I, I think my standards are going higher now as well mm -hmm. for my group and for myself that yeah. says, um, where is their shadow? Where's the shadow in me that wanted to slap them? You know, start you know, where's the shadow in him that is pointing the finger at frontline responders just because they're not out there taking huge risks at that particular moment? You know, it's like I, I'm noticing that who's doing the work, who's actually holding the mirror up, and actually who isn't at this time. And, and it's maybe because there's a change coming and it's maybe because there's going to be a different environment to inhabit. I, yeah, I agree. I think that there's... we. I think... I know myself, I've, I've had to put real boundaries on who I'm talking to and who I'm connecting with. Um, and putting, you know, being sort of standing guard to my mind, to my heart, to my soul, to think about the conversations that I want to be having and the people I want to be connecting with. There's only, there's certain people I want to have conversations with. And all of them are conversations that really matter and I feel comfortable with that. And I think that's important people that are going to feed your soul, feed your heart, feed your mind, and also the people that you can bridge with. So I know, and know, and I think I agree with Jim in terms of the standards. I have to be very clear about what my standards are and, and not be inundated. So my attention for the first week of this was, you know, social media and things like that, that, that didn't work well. So being very clean, mm -hmm. very clean with noticing my thoughts, noticing my projections, noticing who I'm speaking to, who I want to speak to, who I'm drawn to. Um, 
And it's a shift, isn't it, Kirsty? It's a shift from, we haven't speak, spoken about this, but it's a shift away from that green level consciousness. Mm. It's not about political correctness. No. It's not about saying the right thing. It's not about misogyny, ethnicity, class, or gender. It's not about any of those things that's having us withdraw. It's, are you prepared to be conscious? wider are you doing any form of questioning how you're perceiving things or are you just right again Hmm. you know that's the bit and that's that's where we know that we don't want to go back to something where we're all in a trance we want to go into something where we are awake and it's, it's, if people aren't awake anymore, if they're just going back onto that cyclical echo chamber on social media um, and with the groups they know, and they're just strengthening a position, it's like positionality isn't, we're not, we're not going to think our way out of something that we've experienced our way into. We're, we're going to have to be awake to something else in the future. And if people don't have an appetite for that, that's when I'm starting to think, really? Do you think that's okay not to have an appetite for that? Yeah, I, I feel that. I feel that very much so. And there is a, a strong, um, yeah, strong awareness and a strong stance that comes from that. And to it's about contribution. Mm-hmm. You know, consumption got us here. <laughs> um, actually, let's flip it. And and what what are you contributing? in a positive way and I want to be around the people that are contributing. I want to know how I can contribute and do it in the right way. Um, yeah. To take I'm your all, place. Yes, take your place. That's, that's, it is that. I'm also comfortable about being distracted by Disney Plus though. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you and Vikings. Vikings. Like that. You know, so that distractions. All right. I'm even allowing Billy to be distracted with TV because he's super busy just now. So I'm even, I mean, that's how good I am. That's the level of consciousness I'm at. I'm allowing him to watch TV and see the things that I would normally judge him about. That's your I problem, Kirsty. You're a giver. You're a giver. I progress, people. <laughs> like, I'm just like, this the... So it balances um, relationships. Just one that gives too much. I know, you're right. <laughs> you're right. I'll have a chat with him about it later, actually. It's, it's a probably. good point you make. <laughs> <laughs> love what you've both shared there and it's it's provoked thought in my mind because you you can sit and you can observe what's what's going on and if you're not careful you you then become drawn into having an opinion or, or a perception on something where actually what, what are we doing to like you say Jim turn the mirror on ourselves and and look inward um I've seen a lot written about you know if people don't come out of this lockdown length of time however long it is having acquired a new skill or you know can speak seven languages then 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 they've perhaps missed the opportunity but actually going back to what you've both you know reinforced there in my mind is you know if 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 we don't allow ourselves to look inward during this period of time then we have potentially then missed the opportunity to to look at how we can contribute in this new place that we will all eventually arrive into so that's really resonated with me and 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 actually got me thinking differently about what I've been doing I think it's about being intentional isn't it that you're one of your things is about being intentional 
And so it's been intentional about the people. Are you talking mm. to people that sparks joy? Are you watching something on Disney Plus because it sparks joy? Are you reading a book because it sparks joy? It will, we're lucky, even in the research that we do, it all sparks joy because it just brings all the threads together and it takes us to a new level. You know, I'm doing so much learning just now so much learning and, and wanting to learn because for me that is what I'm on this earth to do it sparks joy and so being intentional about having the right people as we've talked about having the right people at your table swapping them in and out if it's not necessary making sure that they are given the energy that you're giving the right energy being intentional and I think we have you know this isn't just for right now we have to be intentional going forward about you know, if we are making, uh, if we've got our place, then we need to make sure that we've got the right people around us in that place. I'm really aware of the people out there who are caring for elderly relatives, mm. uh, people who have three or four children that they're trying to homeschool and they're just about getting through the day and then mm. flopping in their bed at night. And, uh, and, and so therefore there's something about this that can't be elitist. Mm. There's something about this that has to be it's not about a consciousness for self even. Like I, I think I've been struck by the amount of couples I've spoken to where they are going to have to renegotiate the work because with the professional being at home and the normal caregiver for the kids and the house doing their work, they're starting to see just how much effort both takes. And it's turning out that the caregiver for the kids and the uh, domestic arrangements and all that stuff tends to be a, a lot more uh, different. And so there's a renegotiation of those terms to occur. That's part of the consciousness. Mm -hmm. And I've spoken to five or six couples about that, about um, the privilege of, you know, she's away out doing executive work and busy and doing those things. He's decided he's going to look after the kids. And actually there's a lot more work that he's got on than her. And they're going to have to renegotiate that. You know, vice versa, you know, she's there and she's taking care of all the food. She's taking care of the elderly relatives. She's taking care of the kids' uh, birthday party that just occurred, you know, that stuff. And he's coming in saying, I've just done six Zooms in a row, I'm exhausted. And it's like, you know, how difficult for you having a conversation about your hobby for six hours, you know, as your poor soul. And, and I think... You know, there's an oversimplification there just to make the point, but there is a renegotiation of the work that is going on during this time. Couples are getting a look at each other and they're observing just what the other one does to, to either make money or to keep the house rolling over. And I think they're starting to see that there's a difference. And it's not always that way. It, it's sometimes it is the person who's on the Zoom or somebody who's a frontline worker yeah. who is the one that's kind of carrying the weight and then the other one isn't. Um, or that there is a mismatch. And I think societally there's going to be a renegotiation of that. And I think that's something professionals are going to have to think about when they go back to work, which is what is the expectation now of their contribution at home now that we've actually had eight weeks of a really good look at it. If I could high five you across a Zoom call, <laughs> I would. I, did, I, I agree with that. I was in a webinar and they were talking about all the different types of dynamics that this is going to be, you know, you're saying about elitist, it was um, Bruce Parsley from the Joy of Work and he was saying, he says, yeah, so the CEO might be saying, wow, it's been quite nice working from home actually. <laughs> he said, but for, for some people whose rent is through the roof, 
and they've been teetering on the end of a sofa holding their laptop in their hands, it's not been so great working from home. And for the, the family dynamic and really noticing, so they were talking about you know, what does the future of work look like? And it is about understanding the family and the gender dynamics and everything that comes through with that. And also recognizing that working from home is not level playing field for everybody. Um, so yeah, I agree. Yeah, me too. Great point. I have one final thing that I'm asking each of my guests and, and that's around, if you could, if you could do something with 1% of your day, so 14.4 minutes of your day uh, during this period, what would it be? Writing the book. Um, it doesn't take too much busyness for it to get deprioritized. And it's important to me, but it's very easy just to shove it down the list as it's a long-term project that'll get done at some point. And so if I was going to carve it out, I would um, carve it out. I'd, I'd write more of the book and actually spend some time with that. Okay. Good stuff. Um, and for me, which is I've got written down, is about priming my day. Being really clear about how I'm priming my day. <laughs> um, and to get my book because I've got it I've got the title you know and um, yeah so it's there so it is about priming my day and getting the right rhythm which will enable me to do just that I love it I love it Kirsty and Jim thank you very much indeed for agreeing to take a little bit of your time out uh, to come on the show uh, and share some of the things that are happening in your world right now uh, thank you both very much indeed. It was a pleasure to speak with you. Thanks, Jeff. It was nice to thank be here. Thank you. Thank you.